who's got the Discord on? Let me guess. Queensland. It's always null. It's always hearing that shit in his sleep. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validator teams. Hello, welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validator teams. And uh, I was just going to go get a glass of water, but I guess I'm I'm not. You can now. still go and get it. I was just going to do the introduction while you're actually gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 getting more professional week on week as we go on. Uh, you, had that, did you-, you had that tiny window to get the water fray, and now it's now it's up. <laughs> I mean, this wouldn't be the first time that that I got rugged on essential pre-show uh, prep, and then had to do ninety minutes parched. But um, okay. Uh, as the astute <laughs> of you among the viewers will have noticed, we have a guest this week. We have Tendermint Timmy, who you will probably know from, well, Twitter for starters, and also from Spark IBC. And Timmy's here to talk about his new project, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, and I've, I've just seen somebody drop into the waiting room that we haven't seen in a little while. Look at that. Hello, Cometh the hour, cometh the man. Hello, Shortly. How are you doing? I am doing great. However, I don't know if I have my stuff set up just yet. So I'm going through the testing process. So if you can hear me, that's that's a step of the way. You sound good. good. Sound crisp. Right. Test and prod. That's how we do it. Test and prod. That's I'll the cover really like that's, that's how we do it. I thought I'd join this live stream to see if my mic works. <laughs> Perfect. Did stuff. you say you did you say you had a new microphone? No, he's just, he's, yeah, he doesn't uh, know how to operate it. Yeah, he jinxed it. Don't work there. He jinxed it. Yeah, does anyone know how to turn off the volume on uh, Discord? No, you just, <laughs> what you do, Noel, is for like just ninety minutes of your life, you close, you close Discord. Discord. Control Q. Yeah, uh, on Mac, Ugh. you. you I think if you just like, if you set yourself to do not disturb. If you, uh, if you, I closed, I closed Discord and Telegram, and it was damaging to me. Yeah. Well, close them, or I'll damage you. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. I just pinged you. I just pinged you on Discord to see if your phone binged. No. I closed it. <laughs> oh, okay, all good. good. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Welcome to Tendermint Timmy in the organized show that is the uh, game of nodes let me get up the sheet guys let me get up the sheet this is just how i like my shows i mean <laughs> organized is boring i i have to say that like uh what we lack in organization i like to think we make up for in entertainment Spice. value but whether, <laughs> whether or not that is the case i don't know so i was uh, i actually the first thing i think that's on the sheet or, or fucking should be anyway uh in, speaking of organization, number one, <laughs> yeah. anybody mm-hmm. that was around for last week will have witnessed the absolute brutal end of the show. Usurper, I'm sorry. There is a 90 minute. I don't make the rules. <laughs> I don't I, make the rules. I just enforce them. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I, I, I'm really sorry. But if you, we're, now since we're, we're doing follow up. So if you'd like to pick up um, the point that you were making last week uh, when we cut off the show. Uh, now is your, your the platform is yours. I I don't remember what I was saying, but I think the ending was going to be and Null is an asshole. 
It was. Deep I don't think that was it. I think that it was. Then I was going to go. Meaningful, I remember. It was, yeah, and then you cut me off. Thing. Yeah, that was a good cutoff. I would. I was not wait. I had no idea that one was coming. <laughs> devastating. <laughs> <at all. laughs> Absolutely devastating. It was devastating. Um, and then so the other, um, the other follow up uh, I wanted to bring up was I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I I rewatched the um, the episode where I missed the first part and Yusef was holding down the fort solo, mm. and I so there was a poll on Twitter from Game of Nodes about whether or not uh, people would like to see one on one interviews or something like that with with founders. Um, and we were positing that if Noel wanted to do it, then he could call it late night with Noel. I'm going to put it out there that having rewatched the, the the part of the episode that I missed with Simon from Noise, that actually it should be late night with Usurper because Usurper is actually a good interviewer, unlike the rest of us. The, the, the bit before all the rest of us cavalcade in, there's a lot of good content. And then... It- there's a like whole section eight. in the middle where we're just basically grilling him on random aspects of tokenomics and stuff. And uh, <laughs> like, I don't care about tokens. I've tried to talk to you about the the League of Entropy, and Null's like, I don't care about your comic book series, Simon. I want to hear about <laughs> I want to hear about tokens. He's like, it's exactly. not a comic book series. It's an important way of the, the, the randomness is generated. And you're like, I don't even read Marvel. Why would I read them even more obscure? And we're all like trying to pull you. This is this was for, I I didn't remember this at the time until I rewatched it. But we're we're basically trying to pull you back now, and you're like you call him what? a nerd and stuff. And we're like some of the guy and <laughs> it's all the what show were you watching? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I was, I was yeah. surprised I didn't remember it at the time, but uh, but I I think you might have an anger management problem, dude. I, you know, just <laughs> that, that would be my feedback from the episode. Usurper, great job holding down the floor. Thank you. No, anger management issues. Well, he's Australian. What uh, can you do? Look, I feel like go. I feel attacked. <laughs> you feel like attacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, uh, that's how I that's how I felt at the end of last episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no, we've, that, we've that was different. That was just friendly banter. Mm. It's just, just, it's just the way I'm it feeling. Goes. I'm feeling attacked. I'm feeling triggered. I uh, want my mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. So on that note, um, Timmy, uh, before we before we talk about like your the latest project that you're involved in, um, do you want to give us a little bit of background about how you uh, how you got into the cosmos and what your involvement was? Because I mean, I guess my first uh, interaction with you probably was like maybe Twitter threads and stuff like that. But I, I guess that's probably not the first thing. Well, maybe it is the first thing you did in the cosmos. But uh, <laughs> kind of if you want to just introduce yeah. yourself and then kind of uh, we can we can ask more questions from there. Yeah, sure. Um, first off, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I think this will be fun. Already been a blast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, um, I'm i a longtime crypto fan. Like, I think I was already sort of aware of Bitcoin when like Litecoin and Dogecoin launched. I remember mining them on a laptop that had no business mining. <laughs> um, and... I'm pretty sure it was really um, what got me into the cosmos was CZ's tweet back in the day. Didn't even have Twitter at the time, but through some other channels, I saw the tweet he made basically saying, we're listing Adam and they're not paying a listing fee. I I didn't even do any research first. I was just like, that's massive. I'm going to go buy as much Adam as I can. Uh, So I did that, put it in a private wallet, uh, staked it, and then... Continued to kind of bop around the rest of crypto, definitely keeping an eye on it. Um, 
But then when the, the Starport upgrade happened a year or two ago, and I I remember when I first was like exploring and I found my Osmosis and Juno airdrop, um, even with the Osmosis decayed a bit, my jaw was just on the floor. I was like, oh, wait, what what is this? Is this real? I can't believe this is real. Um, and from there, I just kind of dove in i mean prior to that i had done research on what i bought and invested uh, in like the general cosmos uh ethos and like game plan for the future and super bullish on it i i came to a realization relatively early on that like the future is not one chain like it just isn't like in any way shape or form Uh, so Cosmos seemed to be the only ecosystem that was really embracing that philosophy fully and like designing from the ground up for it. So I just kind of fell in love pretty quickly with what was being built started. I don't remember what got me on Twitter to start with something must have where I was like, well, guess I'll make an account and start engaging with these people. But um, thank God I did. Uh, Ever since I've just been sort of along for the ride and loving the community and all the tech and developments and just the general ethos really. Uh, and then maybe somewhere about a year ago to a half a year ago, somewhere in that realm, um, I had an idea for a project that actually felt original and needed. You know, I've, of course, in my time in crypto, I had many ideas for like a new NFT collection or a DEX or something, but nothing that, you know, someone else isn't probably already doing better. Um, and that idea was for Spark IBC. And so just a good real life friend of mine who is a developer, uh, we just sort of embarked on building that uh, and happy to talk about that. But I think that kind of brings us up to like modern day. And now Spark has launched and the first like big effort by Spark is this new project, Interchain Info. So I guess, uh, well, I guess it would be good. It would be good to like have a bit more uh, like what what is spark and what's yeah. the what's the game plan what's the goal there because i think most yeah. people most people will probably have seen spark related to maybe developer resources yep. that's probably what most people will associate with it i think yeah but it's, I, but it's substantially more than that isn't it from the kind of from your perspective as somebody who knows like the beginnings of the project and, and where it's going right totally um yeah, Spark is something that will definitely grow over time. I'm super happy with where it's at and like what we've done so far, but it's definitely just like the seed of what it will become. So the what Spark is and the general uh, sort of motivation behind building it is I'd become friends with a couple people in the ecosystem who wanted to build certain chain agnostic things or embark on various chain agnostic efforts. Um, that were just sort of interchain focus. They weren't, you know, fully a Juno effort or fully an Osmo effort or whatever. And they had a lot of trouble finding funding because, you know, a lot of these funding sources, be they community pools or grants, are more or less reserved for stuff being built on on the chain that they come from. Um, and I thought that seemed pretty silly considering we were in the interchain and like we have all decided one chain isn't going to work but also a whole bunch of chains each on their own independently aren't going to make it either. We need this sort of like network and like team ecosystem vibe. Um, And then I also just saw a couple cool efforts going around that seemed uh, like it would be cool to have some recognition attached to the people participating 
and some structure around them in general. So like one hilarious example, because it's so small and silly, but I think this was actually the first seed of an idea for Spark. Um, one of our validators in the Cosmos, Joe Abbey, ran a contest to try and decentralize uh, Chihuahua chain more. Basically, by it was an on-chain automated thing, so no liking, retweeting, tagging friends. It was just if you are delegated to a validator in the top 20 and you redelegate to someone in the lower 80 in this time frame, your wallet will be automatically entered into uh, a raffle for a prize pool, basically. I thought that was a really cool thing to do. I tagged a couple validators I was friends with or new in the ecosystem, and they contributed to that prize pool which I just thought was super cool because like in theory, the validators are competitors in, in theory, you know, this is all a financial system, but like um, that and a couple other things I saw like it. One was a, a time when um, Jacob Gattikin was like offering to buy validators hardware out of money from his own pocket so that they would stop missing epoch on osmosis for people who are on bare metal. Um, and both those things and the funding thing I mentioned earlier, just, made me realize it would be really cool to have a platform that um, was focused on sort of chain agnostic or community driven things, whether they're projects or contests like that, or developer resources and educational workshops, like you mentioned, Fry, where people who clearly already want to contribute, I saw it happen time and time again, like with that contest, um, can now like have somewhere with a little structure to it and where the people who donate get some sort of recognition there. So for every one USDC donated, you get one Spark minted into your wallet. Um, they're non-transferable. So we don't have a token you can like invest in. They really are a representation that this wallet has contributed to the interchain. Um, right now, the only use of those spark points are just we have a, a fun leaderboard, just a bit of gamification, uh, where validators and users alike can, you know, uh, link to their stuff, put a custom name in and see where they stack up as far as spark points and donations with other people. But we definitely do intend to have those spark points unlock some cool stuff in the future as well. But so, yeah, I guess the only other thing I'd add, sorry if that was a little long-winded, is right now it's very much like something that we manage and do. Our first campaign, which required no funding because people in this ecosystem are awesome, we're getting together a couple of the big brain devs and having them do live workshops on things like validating, uh, intro to Cosmosm, flash loans, a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, our second campaign was for Terra Spaces to try and get him a little bit of funding and appreciation. I think he's the definition of like a chain agnostic effort. But what we hope this will evolve to long term and why I'm like thrilled to be able to talk about this on platforms like this, the show, um, is a tool that the community can use and a platform for anyone. So if you have an idea or know of an existing effort that seems to sort of fit our guidelines of being like chain agnostics or pretty grassroots and like small uh, in scale that you can come to our platform, approach us. And from there, you know, we will have to like approve. We won't just like do anyone who comes to us with a campaign idea, but uh, we'll offer to either like run that campaign alongside you, do a bunch of work with 
uh, XYZ, or really put it in your hands. So long as we like the idea, we're fine to say, cool, use the platform, do your thing. Like it's so in that way, it's it's a little, it's some kind of mix between like a launch pad and a charity. So have you had, uh, have you had much buy-in yet from um, other validators with donations and, um, and that type of stuff? Like, is it taken off in that regard or are we still, like you still got um, trying to like engage uh, I'd from say that, it's from that I'd point say of view. It's definitely, still pretty small. I mean, we do have like uh, quite a few like validators and just friends in the ecosystem who are like super on board with what we're doing, um, who have made some donations. But uh, honestly, we've only done one campaign so far, so this is more on our end. Um, the general fund is something on Spark that is always open that you can donate to at any time, which goes to a multi-sig with a majority of non-team members, just community people that I'm sure you recognize, that um, kind of is used for general purposes. So we might use it for like uh, really any number of things. Um, and so even though that's open at all times, you know, we've only had the one campaign and people haven't really seen what this money gets used for yet. And so like, that's totally fine. I'm, I'm a big believer in like show before you tell and ship before you ask for money, whether it's funding or donations. So we're definitely still on the like startup phase as far as people interacting with it and donating. But I think that makes sense. If I were a validator who didn't know me, Timmy personally, and I looked at this, I, I'd probably be like, um, seems cool, but like, I'm, I don't know why I would just donate to some random platform. So we got to, we got to prove ourselves first. And I think interchain info will be a massive step towards that. I definitely, um, I definitely like your platform and I, I love the, uh, some of the educational content that you guys have put out. Um, you had Zeke on there, right? For the intro to Cosmosm. Yes. Um, In yeah, fact, a little, little alpha for the devs out there. Zeke recently did some, uh, recording of some stuff like that and sent it to me that I'm going to edit. So we're going to have more Zeke tutorials going up soon for for people that, who love to learn from a big brain like him. <laughs> that'll be awesome. And and you guys have been doing the um, well. Any any hint of what what those tutorials might be about? Cosmosm related, I guess. Yeah, um, I think this one is pretty focused on flash loans, which is oh. interesting. Um, I think it's just something Zeke has personally been enjoying exploring. Uh, it was something he did for a live workshop a while back. Um, and I, I think he's maybe just been in that headspace ever since. Or at least it's been occupying some little quadrant of his mind, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys also have like pretty regular um, Twitter spaces. And what's the what's the general ethos behind that? Is that just um, mm. basically at a at a given time uh, or you know reasonably regular time? You guys just start a space and people come in and you just bring up people to talk, or do you, do you generally have like a um, like a program that you follow or specific things that you talk about week to week, or is it just a bit of an open platform to just generally talk about the cosmos? Yeah, um, so I guess we have kind of two things in that regard. Um, I myself as just Timmy, um, one of the ways I kind of, this might've even been the reason I made the Cosmos Twitter in the first place. I don't know. I have a lot of 
I, first off, do not claim to be a dev. I do not claim to be like an expert on all these protocols out here, but I do have like some teaching experience and I, I've grown to be pretty proficient in like breaking down concepts into simple terms and uh, like explaining like I'm five type stuff. So I started a program um, that runs every Wednesday, except today, because I think this will be in place of it, um, called Cosmonaut Bootcamp where back in the bull market, it was really an open platform for like no stupid questions. So it was just a Twitter space once a week where you could come and usually people would bring their friends, like crypto naive people, where they could literally just ask like, what's the difference between Kepler and like Cosmos Station? Or like, what is a wallet even? Or like staking and like just a really good atmosphere where you wouldn't be afraid to ask basic questions because we've all been there. Crypto's complicated, scary self-sovereignty comes with a lot more responsibility. Um, lately, that has morphed more, since we've had like less new people in the bear, that's morphed more into like an exploring the cosmos thing where I'll usually have some project that I'll interview. So like recently we did uh, Cato, the on-ramp. Before that, we did Nobatech, which is another on-ramp coming to the cosmos here soon. Um, I'm having one soon in the future here with Leap Wallet. Etc. Etc. I I actually um I used to drop in occasionally I think to your um Cosmos yeah. bootcamp and um yeah. man I have to say like uh you like you it was a it was a really good platform um back then when I, I used to go visit there probably still is but you, your your personal style um and like the tolerance of people who sort of jump in and might be a little bit silly um but oh, just yeah. also also your um like uh you know ability to sort of stay on the track and and help people out i guess was mm -hmm. um I, I really uh appreciated that um i appreciate as that a, a as a listener you know what i mean yeah thank you that means a lot yeah i I, th I think like realizing that i had a teaching gene was helpful like i did some tutoring i'm, I'm a video editor by trade so in my like free time before i really got into cosmos i would do Fiverr, but not for video editing jobs, but for teaching people video editing. Um, and actually, I still offer that to people in the cosmos. There's tons of people that I've talked with, usually just casually offhand, they'll mention they're doing some video project or something. And I'll be like, oh, if you want to schedule a call, like I'd love to give you some tips or crash course if the program's new to you or whatever. Um, I, I think like spreading education is just key, especially if you can do it in like a clean and digestible manner. Um. Yeah, I was going oh. to make a joke, but that won't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, I'll, I'll add one other thing on the Twitter space question. So recently, another space, uh, this is Spark IBC more so that's like hosting this along with Cosmos Spaces. Once at the end of every month, we recently just did our first one for October. We're going to be doing something called uh, a Cosmos Town Hall. It won't be on the exact same date and time because we have a lot of schedules to coordinate. But basically what we'll do there and what we just recently did is like 15 to 30 minutes uh, recap of the month. So just quickly going through the major things that happened in the cosmos in the, in the prior 30 days and then a panel of guests on whatever a hot topic that month is. So we just did liquid staking. We had on stride, persistence, uh, Pupmos. We were going to have uh stake easy and quicksilver but both of them like had issues mere hours before 
Um, so that's something we're going to be continually doing as well at the end of every month that hopefully turns into a pretty big and like really community effort where everyone can kind of tune in. Yeah. Um, so you guys are also running validators, right? We are. Yeah. We have Spark IBC validators on um, a couple chains. The major ones are Juno and Evmos. Um, but then we're also on, let me make sure I don't miss any here, Nomic, uh, Territory, Passage, Stride, Gravity, Quawa, and Odin. That's um, quite a few. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. So what happened there actually is we recently partnered with an existing validator team that was only on some of the smaller uh, networks that I just mentioned. They were called Steady Crypto. Um, oh, I, oh, I remember actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of um, Steady actually. Like they've they've been around for a little while now. Um, always been a smaller validator, but I'm glad that they've um, teamed up with. Did you know uh, they oh. run the Airdrops One account on Twitter? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the funny thing is, like, um, you know, they've got like a lot of moral fiber. They they basically like refuse to advertise themselves on Airdrop One. Yeah. As well. Yeah. No, they, I, they, I love them. Constantly Honestly. giving shout outs to like other validators and uh, even have- now, yeah, even now, whenever they we do a list of validators, Spark won't be at the top. Like we think that's a good kind of rule of thumb if if we want to practice what we preach about decentralization and, and lifting up others. Yeah, for sure. That's that's like mm-hmm. that shows a lot of um, you know restraint. I guess uh, it's always. When you're a validator and you're you're trying to do um, like value add things and and different bits and pieces, like it's always hard to not um, want to try and shove yourself at the at the top of the list and use that platform to like advertise yourself. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I I can appreciate that being, that's quite an effort to put in that restraint. It's funny you mentioned that though because like I am of that mindset heavily. Like I really don't like shilling my own stuff. Like I said, I like showing rather than telling. Um, and so it's actually been kind of hard for me recently because both Evmos and Juno, uh, Evmos more so, has been a struggle. Like it's been, we've been dancing on the floor. We've popped out of the active set for like a couple minutes at a time, multiple times. And so it's been really hard to find that balance of like, okay, we have to go post something. We have to shill ourselves. But also me being like, I don't love it when I see, you know, another validator posting 10 times a day about, you know, delegate to me. So it's a hard balance to find. Look, sure. I'm I'm gonna give you some um, sound advice here. Shill yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because sure, like sorry. you know, this is this is the to be on a level playing field with everyone else. You might like you got to shill yourself because absolutely. You know, not not everyone's gonna have that same um, you know restraint or or um, you know yeah. And what what I'm saying is, like, the point is, is it's a you're multi- operating like up here, and everyone else is down here. So get yeah. the DGNs yeah. and at least give yourself a bit of a, a kick up because other people aren't going to do it for you. So, no. um, and and your community is like the number one thing in in validating as well. Um, obviously, there's Node and Node Security and being able to run all this stuff, um, which obviously uh, Steady Crypto is like good at, but. I mean, if you want to be viable long term and have any kind of income that's going to be able to support your other efforts, yeah, kill yourself, man. And people won't mind if you're if you're doing it for the kind of reasons you are. So, 
Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And I've been hearing that from all angles recently. So um, go go delegate to Spark IBC on Juno and Evmos. <laughs> Fuck. You said, I, I, I literally just saw Yusef's face go like, that's going to hit That's going to hit the limiter. That's oh, gonna no, hit that's, the okay. limiter. I that's went okay. Like, I went like literally two inches closer to the mic than I am right now. I didn't think well, it would be that. I think, I think we're all sitting in, in front of some pretty big monitors and my ears almost just fucking exploded. Oh, I'm, yeah. Sorry, hey, guys. Rhino's uh, only... Rhino's only like six spots above Spark. So if you're going down that list, hey, stop. Stop at 119 for a <laughs> as well. Yeah, no. We, oh. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Uh, no, I didn't have anything major. Definitely I was going to say, like, uh, I think what, Schultze, you're on. It, we're talking about Osmosis, right? Evmos. Oh, Evmos? Oh, Evmos. Evmos is tough. Evmos is tough. Evmos It is. Yeah, it is. So it seems like the definition tough. of a chain where the 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 idea that it's just a multi multi angled war of all against all, yeah. and you just it's everything's just slipping towards the whatever the game theory uh, dominant strategy is, which is yeah I don't know fucking tattoo yourself or something, and yeah. and and everybody was just is is kind of my impression of the osmosis uh, is the, where the money uh, is right. Uh, yeah. Not 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 in validating specifically. I just mean literally. That's where oh, the liquidity like where the goes is. through. Yeah. Where the liquidity oh, yeah. goes Osmosis through. Osmosis is yeah. the real hub, right? That's yes. the meme. Right. Osmosis is the real hub. It's no meme, sir. Well, it's, I mean it's true, but it's, it's also true. the meme. But but it is true. Like it is yeah, factually true. correct. Like it is it is definitely <laughs> factually correct. But it is also the meme now. It's very important that we don't piss anybody off. So we <laughs> We're the joking. distinction between the fact and the meme. <laughs> we're joking by referencing the meme, but we're also deadly. But we don't. I we get don't it. There the will be yeah. multiple yeah. hubs in the cosmos <laughs> for sure. So, um, Tim A, I just want to know: uh, you're you're obviously deep in the cosmos, right? Like you are communicating with people all the time. You on Twitter a lot, and I want to know, as someone deeply involved. What is the spiciest shit you've heard this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where's the spice, man? There's been some shit going on this week, so um, shit everywhere. You know, yep. I think I, I, I want to. I want to hear what's near and dear to your heart on the shit list. <laughs> I mean, the first. It's not super spicy, all things considered. The level of spice we get to in the cosmos, but I'd say like the jackal drama has definitely been what's kind of occupying the oh yeah drama part list. of my mind this week Ooh, you consider that yeah. not very spicy i mean no punching is, is it too loud well it's not as spicy as the anti-semitic arc we had a week or two ago i feel like oh yeah that was we never talked oh no we did we brushed on that didn't we we, yeah. we did talk about it but yeah. the, i mean I it's just almost, like when we were talking about it <laughs> yeah well, the, I think the difficulty is what what people learn from that situation is that there are a there a is an anti-Semitism problem in Cosmos. B there is a hardcore group of people that are going to if you say anything about Jaquan, they're going to come after you, and those two things combined make it tedious to point out the obvious, which is that there is a pretty solid. The case against Jay Kwan is, I mean, he's he fucking checked in a, a series of git committed 
anti-Semitic content to a repository so, that is signed with his fucking key. I mean, literally, there yeah. is no more guilty than you can be than curating up over a period of time and adding git commits with your thoughts as you do it to to like it, it it's just it's so red-handed that it's it's comedic the only thing that you can the only defense available is to say i i don't think i've done anything wrong or, or the classic pedophile defense which is oh it was research right either of which <laughs> it was research no no it's a really common defense for yeah. public, people in the public eye who get caught that. with pedophilic material they say oh, i was researching a role because i'm an actor <laughs> or something like that mm, and it's very yeah. very hard to prove like to, to, to do anything other than a misdemeanor of having the content rather than like distributing or any of the other things which let's be honest it's quite obvious that I'm pretty sure all that Jay did you know. too was just take the last like 300 images posted to Biz and just upload them to GitHub. <laughs> like, I went through that repo and like it was just like a ton of like 4chan level conspiracy and like shit posts amongst with anti-Semitism like just sprinkled throughout. It was it was really bizarre. Honestly, I don't. I don't know how so, he has such a, the following he does, to be honest. But. Yes. <laughs> and and, I, and I think it, the fact that you can't <laughs> criticize it or point it out is like incredibly unhealthy. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that that whole drama cycle is... And, and I, I've noticed it's kind of vaguely been kind of lingering along in the background this week at all. At all and it is the most tedious plot line of the cosmos at the moment for me. I'm just like, I, I'm ready for Jay Quan to fuck off, frankly. I like, don't... Cheers for here's, what I don't, here's what I don't get. Like, like you mentioned, Frey, there's clearly an army of people who will like stand up for him and, and like rally. But so when I started making this account and up until only like a few months ago, I'd basically follow anyone with a Cosmos icon in their like name or their bio, uh, including Jay. And not once on my feed ever do I see stuff from Jay or people supporting him. So, like, are there just two completely separate communities on Twitter, like his and the rest of Cosmos? Because, like, where are these people that support him? I don't see, I haven't been selective in who I follow. You know what I mean? They only come out when you, uh, you know, give him a hard time. Yeah. And No kind of has its own thing going on as well, just because of, I, I don't know exactly what, what, because it doesn't seem like the group of people involved in No would necessarily be dis- distinct from the rest of the cosmos. But right. so Jacob used to be a heavy supporter of No as well. Is 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 he still or is he well not of, anymore? I would imagine. I would based imagine on, he's not based on yeah. him being the the leader of the the we need to cancel Jay now. Um, if I, if I had to guess yeah. though, knowing Jacob, his attitude would probably be something like. Jay bad tech good make the yeah I was, I was thinking the same thing you might just be like Basically. yeah maybe well yeah. it's like good so yeah well, I don't know it's you never know with um Jacob which way he might go well Jacob was historically a big supporter of Jay wasn't he yeah yeah up until recently well that's why I had the big that's why he had the copy of the GitHub repo I guess because he yeah. was added to it. well yeah. I mean which that's also the- a little bit strange because like I'm pretty sure in his post he said that he had shared that link with him quite some time ago, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah. He said he'd been like sleeping on it and something recently prompted him to be like, you know what? This is not okay. I need to make this public. Yeah. And, and also there's like a lot, there, there are a gather some layoffs and things at ICF at the moment. And it, it, there is, 
there's a lot of money and there's a lot of influence around that organization and their priorities do matter to a how the cosmos looks to the outside world which doesn't always matter i mean who you know who gives a fuck to some extent but you know if you're trying to get devs into the ecosystem in particular the level of clown car that's going on does matter if you're trying to convince good people to 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 consider leaving a doubly so in a bear market to consider leaving a stable regular dev job and come do whatever the fuck it is we're doing here and and like the the drama stuff does not help like really does not help and the and then there's also just all the stuff about like the icf is a big funder they have big projects they have they have big pockets they have projects that affect the whole interchain Uh, and and instability and toxicity cause have a knock-on effect that's outsized and and you can and 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 i think that's one where it's difficult it would be difficult to argue based on the evidence we've seen from people talking about tendermint back in the day and icf now and what goes on that there isn't something of a toxic yeah culture there Mm -hmm. and that feels like it's coming from that direction but admittedly that's just my take from fucking seeing people talking about it i i I actually don't know i I don't know enough about it to like make a call on that so i'll I'll leave that to somebody else to go and investigate but it seems like there there is a problem there and there has historically been a problem there as well so so no. I, I don't really want to um, for us to get too hung up again on on this uh, topic. So kind of moving on, the yeah. uh, <laughs> the drama over my night that's that's reared its head, and um, I'm sure you guys got to uh, experience it in real time. Is the um, Hetzner sacking oh. Solana? Um, they've just ransacked We've- a bunch of nodes yeah. and uh, and dropped out like a whole heap of Solana validators. So. I believe that's increased the fear level by a thousand in the cosmos, <laughs> <laughs> which I think spicy as shit, and I love it. The OVH what teams you- sitting back smoking cigars right now. I tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> I've got fat cigars. <laughs> like, come on over, boys. OVH Armada, <laughs> just ready to take the friendly. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. they're in their in their terms of service. They're crypto friendly, and and there's more options in terms of data centers and. Yeah, my, my kinda, rep has explicitly told me that I can do it. So to do what? Safe run nodes. They said we won't. Oh, yeah. They don't, they we don't are, they're very your post networks. We don't care. Then their terms said. of service, everything else. Yeah. But the, <laughs> I'm sure those guys are feet up on desk. <laughs> just watching, and then I asked him, watching I asked the orders him for coming a discount in. and he said, I don't spend enough money. I'm like, yeah. Exa- yeah. Why would they? They're, yeah. <laughs> It's like asking he Amazon. For maybe if you bought like a hundred, a hundred nodes, I'm like, what the fuck, man? Think I run on Terraform and fucking Docker containers? Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was like, just get PTSD for from my week, which was, <laughs> which was a little bit like that. Um, well, at least except, mate, except with except with you do spend enough, but here are some additions <laughs> that are not desirable. And you're like, the fray. At least you know uh, they're going to be really hesitant to cut you off because they are cutting checks. So, I think um, I think your boy Bezos has got your back. I don't think he is going to like. <laughs> I think they'll be fine. Well, give you my the understanding job. of the T's and C's is you can't run you can't run proof of work chains, but you can run run proof of stake chains. 
Sure. It's the, it's the mining bit. I know them, but at least unless it's changed, the mining bit was explicitly a no-no in the AWS TOCs. That kind of uh, makes t- sense, yeah. though, right? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Just who the fuck would run that up there anyway? The, yeah. Those GPU costs are ridiculously expensive up there, so who, like you would never make money. I, I have a question I'd love like all your guys' input on that's been prompted and kind of bouncing around in my head since the, the Hetzner news earlier. I'm I'm wondering, like, and this is not a thought through thought, really. It's just something I've been bouncing around. Like I said, I'm wondering if like a path forward might be to change some of the lower level stuff with Tendermint and the Cosmos SDK to more so facilitate bare metal validate validators. Like I, I'm not, I don't do the DevOps on our nodes. I don't know a lot of the details. I won't claim to, but things just like. There are, there are certain reasons that people are opposed to doing bare metal right now. It's nothing to do with Tendermint. Nothing well, to do with Tendermint. I guess where where would or, be yes, like okay. downtime slashing? Yeah, that's well, not Tendermint. So, downtime slashing isn't really an that's issue. That's just the it's parameter. Just, yeah, it's not an issue. It's just not an issue. You've got 13 hours to bring a node up. Like if you do a serious government contract, you're on three nines. That's like what eight hours or something during the Three, year yeah yeah yeah, yeah like, <laughs> i know yeah i think um, somebody's no, like, no, like, yeah. I mean, like, brought down a server for two hours because of a fuck up like that is a stressful sla 13 mm-hmm. hours which you can potentially do like once a week and get away with to do maintenance well it, once every other day yeah, yeah like it's it's just it's chill it's chill as fuck like cosmos is a very apart from the risk <laughs> of double sign Cosmos is incredibly, incredibly benign as a high, as as a, a system to run in the grand. So, scheme of things, what's it's, holding it's, what's holding you guys back from running bare metal valves, or are you? I think uh, we all run bare metal valves. I actually. think everyone. Well, no. Out. So, so there's two things here. Timmy's talking about in home bare metal at your house. Yeah. You oh, like at, at, oh, yes. yeah. It's just like internet for me. It's, it's just not internet. possible. Because of the yeah. bandwidth requirements, like it's if you're running noisy. ten chains from your house, <laughs> you're like you're going to be missing shit all over the place. That's all it is. Um, it's fucking noise. So th- <laughs> there's it. also like stigma, um, Timmy. Like if you if you're running bare metal at your house on a fast chain, right, and you're missing like you know one in five blocks, it's just that people look at that and they think you're a shit operator. You might not be, yeah, but but people just don't understand the limitations of actually running that shit from your house so if you're on say network and even jacob tried to run it from their office which they've got some reasonably decent internet connections there and they were missing shit all over the place just because it's it's too fast and and the latency is no good and if you're running a bunch of other crap on that same network you're just never going to hit all the blocks and then that comes with a stigma from the public. They go, they look at right. you because people are always throwing up the bloody uptime from ping. But what, if, ping. what if we were to coordinate yeah. with Kepler, Cosmos Station, Minscan, everywhere that shows uptime and like. We can't even but, coordinate with these people to fix their fucking display of validator. I know. I know. Like, yeah. they just don't the give problem, a fuck. Yeah. The, problem is, the problem is not that you should run your stuff from your house because you, you should not do that. Your 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 ISP will cut you off. There are uh, there are a whole bunch yeah. of things that can happen. Um, it's just, and it's also just not what Tendermint is designed to run. One hundred and fifty, maybe two hundred, maybe a bit more validators at, at present. Like, I mean, it's it's a it's a peer to peer network. 
networking protocol where every peer has to communicate with every other peer in order to make a block like that is not it is designed in a particular way to do a particular thing um which it sort of implies by its design in its current form is a kind of it's it's a it's it's meant to be run on a rack probably it's kind of it's, it's and sort of i see it's absolutely not, no fucking problem with running it in a data center like it's, yeah it's not a, it's other, not a other than when a lot like come together to be, it's not like a light client thing you can run with like a lot of misses and be sort of fine because of the general network power like that's a lot of the properties of what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that, right, so the point is Tendermint is about fast finality. It's about fast finality. It's about um, that property rather than like in uh, like liveness in the same way. It's about yeah. like privileging that liveness rather than say the things that proof of work privileges, which is, you know, can come in and out and et cetera, et cetera, or other chains where there's a random seed in the consensus protocol or different implementations of of partially Byzantine fault tolerant um, systems where they uh, have a, a hub and spokes model or a or they have a leader election like you'd have in like other uh, distributed systems like Apache Kafka or or you know anything that uses Raft or something like that. There are a whole bunch of ways to to solve that particular problem, but you you're always making trade offs in distributed systems. And Tendermint has made like a, a kind of a kind of choice to be like like clients can interact with it but like clients are like a separate part of the uh, of the puzzle i guess yeah so, so i i guess like um what so you're saying because of the way it works that if everybody is at their homes then you're going to have high latency in the network and basically it'll it'll affect the network performance so it won't be performant so you lose fast finality, and the whole way the software is designed is that fast finality is more important than, uh, like the the other centralization. Yeah, <laughs> there are a whole bunch of other properties that that you trade off on, like fast finality, liveness, um, like um, well, obviously, like the 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 kind of um, fuck, what's the somebody somebody come to my aid here? The whole the whole point of proof of stake versus proof of work, rugging. The 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 the, <laughs> sen the censorship resistance part like marketing the the, 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 the there the, is no censorship resistance <laughs> right well that's right. so simple everybody right away <laughs> running running all it hurts at Hetzner well, no, but what I also mean is you can literally just like export the fucking chain state and then just delete it because if the validators all decide that is the state then it's easy peasy and and I get you can also it's do that with proof of work but it's much harder well like, a proof yeah, of work yeah. Yeah, I think you'd have to own the blocks for like a while to be able to actually change the. But I mean, it can be down to one. Like if you command most of the network and there's sure. a high high frequency of of um, block creation, like you can do it. But you'd have. Yeah, to. I mean, look at like Ethereum proof of stake. It's still like the finality on that is still quite quite slow because it's they're still kind of coming off of it. Yeah, I guess well, actually, that's not a fair comparison. That they, there is an absolute shit ton of fucking nodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not fair. It's not actually a fair comparison in, in any way. They're 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 doing a different trade off there, aren't they? I'm surprised but, it doesn't take a month run... to make a block on Ethereum. But then, <laughs> Ethereum, to be fair, more, more people do run that from home. 
Oh yeah, there's tons. And of that's them. your trade, yeah. and that's your trade-off illustrated right. there. Is the finality is not as fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get uh, they get some pretty harsh and swift uh, slashings though, as well. In uh, I think like even data center hosted um, nodes when the network started were getting slashed. Wasn't there? What's that guy that's like a or that company that's like a total whitelister? Uh, white. What? All nodes? Is that who got slashed? All nodes, yeah, yeah. You got slashed like straight away. At least one of their nodes did. Right. Um straight off the bat. So no one's safe on there. I, I don't really know too much about either Ethereum POS, but it seems like slashville. <laughs> I don't know. The block time is like dead. It's complete I mean it's 12 seconds, so it's not that hard to hit, but it is dead flat where before, like in the proof of work world, it was all over the place, but it is like dead flat in terms of that part I mean, of it. 12 seconds is a fair amount of time to like communicate. You do anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, you know, now in, now in the tenement world, everyone's pushing for these sub one second blocks now. So it's just getting which, a bit crazy. Which I would That'll say the tenement, tenement is not built for. No, no. I don't think so. Especially it's not, not, it's not built for yeah, but every, everyone wants to do it. I and you know, there's just like if you if you speed up the chain by ten times, you end up with ten times the data. I don't know where in the fuck they intend to put it all because no nodes are going to keep it. Like no validator is going to keep ten terabytes of data after a year because like your your performance of your node would go to shit. You'd be missing everything. The database is just way too big. And so you're going to have to have archive nodes holding onto all this gear. But I mean, that's even getting pretty big. And when you look at the limitations of storage, like people, people are going to have to run like, you know, storinators of SSD to keep this um, network yeah, history. There was, there was a discussion the, about this already, wasn't there, the other day on the in the Juno private vow chat where somebody was trying to work out like where Juno is now and how fast it's going in a like comedically large storage direction and that's with five six second blocks where the decision mm-hmm. was made to not speed up blocks because there's quite a lot of smart contract execution and like you say storage bloat is very real on juno um, every- well we, we will also have performance issues as well <clears throat> if we try to speed up the blocks your your requirements of your nodes go up by quite a bit just to be able to to have all the execute in wasm so all those shit nodes <clears throat> are just going to drag down the network anyway, um, and there's probably enough of enough of them on the network to actually <clears throat> like delay blocks in any case to get consensus. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think it's a it's a matter of inefficiency. I mean, I mean, you can go look at, I mean, say I think say network has been the biggest proponent of kind of driving the block time down, right? So I'm looking at the DevNet node. I was just bringing it up in <clears throat> in. Uh, and Grafana, so so on say DevNet, there, you know, there's I think I forget how many validators. There's it's a very small peer set. 14 validators on say dev, I think, right now. At um, time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the set is they have 14. That weird cycling program they're doing. That's right? on I think that's on Atlantic one. I'm just talking about DevNet. Oh, okay. I think DevNet gotcha. has been kind of staying for that. So on the DevNet side, um, I think there's actually I'm sorry, there's 25 validators. At any one time, there's between two and ten that are missing. The block time on average is about 676 milliseconds. So, which is, I mean, really fast in Cosmos terms. In in other networks, it's not incredibly fast. Um, and right now, our NVMe on that drive is writing at 40 megabytes per second. 
So it's writing at 40 megs a second and there's zero transactions, zero transactions. There's yeah, nothing. So that leads to something I was thinking of where like, I'm, I'm not really worried about these problems because I'm almost a hundred percent sure all of this stuff is going to be solved with out of the box thinking eventually. Like what I, I feel like what say is doing, at least to a layman like me is sort of brute forcing for speed. They're taking what's already there and configuring it and tweaking it and pushing boundaries uh, to get it as fast as possible. But at some point here, someone's going to come up with a, a totally new innovative solution. Your example is perfect there, Surfer. Like, If there are no transactions going on, there's no reason it should be writing and reading that much. Like, I absolutely do not have my head wrapped around it. Don't know if it's even true. I just don't care that much. But I started reading a little bit about like a cool thing that Cardano does with their transactions and uh, with like batching and then also pruning blocks. Like I think there will be both innovations to our core infrastructure tech as well as like third party solutions that'll come around that will solve these things from like a totally different angle. Like there's no reason to, no matter how fast the blocks are that you should be writing that much if there's no transactions, right? Why are those blocks not just like empty? Like you just do the compute to verify them, but I don't know, this is getting outside of my expertise to speak on, but you know what I mean? Like I think whereas yeah. he's brute forcing it, I think creative something akin to like what L2s were for Ethereum at first. Like this totally, like we can't speed up Ethereum. So let's think outside the box and do a side chain. Like, I don't know if we'll have side chains in Cosmos, but something. Well, yeah, no, I agree. I think that there, there's a, sorry, Schultz, I cut you off, but there, there's a drive to lower block times. So as, yeah. as that, and that wasn't really a, I would say a business driver, if you want to use the right term, it wasn't really a driver, a functionality driver in the past. And now it's turning into a, Say it clearly needs it from if you want to be able to run a, a an order book in some sort of chain that needs to have some fast finality associated to it and it needs to have some fast block times. Um, and so will that drive innovation here? Absolutely, like it's going to. Like I, I agree with you, it's it's going to happen. I, the 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 real question turns into how many how many teams need that, and I would think that nobody would push against faster block times. Like every every user experience is going to be better with faster block time. Regardless if that's stargaze, and I want to be able to mint or be able to be able to do a bid or something else, there's no bad, there's nothing bad associated to I think faster block times unless you get into this mev space maybe, but we could talk about that later. Um, so, will there be innovation there? Yes. I, this question is like, where does that innovation come from, and who has yeah. the motivation to do that, and how does that handle upstream and and those types of things? And that's part of an open source network, right? So. See if so, like that's the type of thing. If someone has a light bulb one day, they just have this phenomenal idea for how a generalized problem like this could be tackled that all chains share. Uh, we hope to like get to a point where that's something they could come to Spark IBC with and like run a campaign for funding and like get that built. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, sorry to segue back there, but that's just no, a perfect that's right. example. That's exactly that's the type of thing. Once we're bigger and more established, you know, let's say the ICF turns their nose up at it for whatever reason. That's what we're here for. And I also think that I also think that there there will be some technical limitations that this architecture cannot support, which I think is where Schultz was headed, and in another chain that we're involved in, because th at some point. There will be some architectural fundamental um, decisions that were made years ago that cannot support specific yeah. needs. 
And so it'll require either a reboot or a rewrite or something similar to that, which will be somebody will say, well, why do we do this in the cosmos? Why don't we launch cosmos two well, and rework say, the that, IBC problems, right? Isn't that ABC? I, I, I could be completely wrong about this, but isn't lazy blocks potentially a thing that is going to come to Tendermint when they launch ABCI++? Citation think, needed. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, don't, I got nothing. I feel I like this is something that Schultz... I was kind of looking to Schultz. I was like... I, was like, <laughs> I know. Somebody's looking lower left. <laughs> somebody in the last few weeks has talked to me about lazy blocks coming, and I can't remember in what context <laughs> and on what time scale. And then my brain was just like, is this ABCI... Like, you know, is this a butterfly meme? Is this ABCI plus plus? Have I just suddenly joined the dots and understood it, or are they two completely unseparate, like unrelated things? Yep, I got nothing. I've been driving for the last two weeks, so he's like, I, he's like, I don't know. I'm just staring at I eighty West or whatever it is. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but but, it, but it, we, I think we talked about this a bit ago, right? Like we were talking about like what the actual core competency and what's like the what's the most valuable thing within the cosmos, and 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 because we were talking about from a uh, cosmosm. Not Cosmosm, but the, I forget what, um, uh, what Larry's writing in terms of rewriting the Tendermint. Oh, right. So CWSDK. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, and what's the, what's the core value of, of Cosmos? And that might be IBC, right? IBC and so, if, yeah. so, so if IBC is the core value, then the, the, this block speed issue and all this stuff, who gives a shit, right? Because what we really are talking about is just an API. And so, well, if anything can, if anything can talk to API already, so, for, to, for I think what you're going to arrive at is the the we think we talked about I think a couple of shows. Uh, oh God, maybe it was more shows ago. There's been so many. There's <laughs> been a lot with thirty six apparently. Um, but we, we we were talking about that somebody had done a proof of concept with um, Narwhal. Um, so yeah. like a different consensus because because obviously the the interesting thing about the way cosmos chains are structured is that the consensus engine is over here and then the state machine replication is that was difficult to do uh, is over here um and and you build your application chain on top of your state machine but the the consensus layer is just like it's just how consensus is arrived at and as long as it's kind of dealt with via a standard api you, you can sort of switch them out although the blog post is interesting reading i'll, I'll try and find it for the show notes uh, it turns out ABCI, like all APIs, makes some assumptions. So, but then those things, you know, they're subject to change. Um, and the fact that they got it running at all is kind of interesting, even if they were like, "This is not going to work in production." Um, right. So that kind of again gives a kind of pointer to where we we sort of might be going, and and that is the the underlying thesis of CWSDK. Um, I, well, I don't know. Hmm, actually, I guess I can't speak for everybody that wants to be involved in that, but. Um, I know I've talked to a few people. I've talked to um, shout out to Matt Bell from Nomic who helped me with some really dumb questions about um, the, their Merkle tree implementation because I had some really like idiot level questions and he was super lovely and helpful and non judgmental about my stupid questions. Um, but but talking to people like that, there seems to there seem to be like quite a few people in the Cosmos space that have a similar inkling that well, yeah. the, the, there's people who want just rust tooling and then there's people who are like oh and this also unlocks like the centrality of ibc as a concept because the only rust tooling we have at the moment is rust ibc so we we're free to rethink some of the other bits of value right and i think there's there's right. a group of people around cwib uh, cw sdk and 
associated things that are kind of looking in that direction right right um which may, maybe 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 is I mean, and obviously that doesn't preclude like re-architecting the go side, which I think was what you were kind of uh, hinting out there as well, right? Because well, you, can, you can change existing chains, right? That's totally possible. We can just upgrade them. And technology, and like those are all good things. And technology takes you so far. And to our point earlier about when we're going back to the Jaquan structure is if you don't step on your own, <laughs> it's a terrible. <laughs> maybe I won't say this, but if you don't step on your own, whatever while you're getting there and you don't drive too much drama and you don't drive like those types of tooling and those changes, we need people and we need developers and you need interest. And this is not a very large ecosystem. And the more drama that comes into that ecosystem, all these great visionary ideas of how this might work in the future get sidetracked because of stupid shit. Right. And, and um, that, that's a real part that, that kind of concerns me is, is all that is all that is absolutely right and but you have to have the right people involved and you have to have the right um those people have to have vision in terms of where this is going and what the outcome could be and why this is the right way to do this um and the more stupid shit that comes up from a dps perspective boy is that impact i think from a long term how the success of this whole ecosystem my two cents yeah i mean the, the fact that it has to that, that it's now come about because Larry, who is a, a committed and, and clever dev, just decided one one morning to get up and and just start right. writing code on it. Right. So then that would catalyze other people to actually do the thing that a variety. That's how it happens, right? Yeah, but but that's the fact that, that the fact that it's one dev is gr that's super super cool, and it shows that there are people who really really care about the cosmos. Well, it, it shows that people ignore that stupid shit the way we we do. We do, except yeah. on this show. But but like that, none of that stuff drives us, right? Like it doesn't drive my participation or anything else. Like it's just it's just something that is there that I wish would go away. But but you're right. Like Larry just puts his head down and gets it done. But, right? but it's and, mad and that think, there are like there are organizations in the interchain that are sat on top of massive dollar treasuries, like massive, yeah, yeah. and. They could have they could have done this at any point in the last few years. This being what what Larry's doing, yeah, what, what, yeah, what the sure. CWSDK project is doing, which is starting to look at what could be done with a future version of Cosmos chains that are centered entirely around the value out of IBC. Right, but is is that is that just a priority thing? Like they they think there's other low hanging fruit that might be better use of time and effort versus a re-architecture type of idea or well i don't, I don't know, know man like if i had 30 million dollars in the bank or something i i could find i could find enough devs to run more than one team to work on more than one thing do you know what i mean True enough. yeah yeah it's, just a, True it's enough. just a matter of it's just a matter of priorities like what i you know it, i'd never get to write code again but you know, you'd have to manage people full time but you can do it like it's scaling company is hard it's like much much harder than writing code right but if you've got money, then that's the hardest bit done. <laughs> uh, yep. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I obviously don't know everything there is to know about business, but I'm pretty sure step one is like, anyway, no, step one is acquire underpants, isn't it? Then question mark, then profit. So <laughs> forgive, forgive me. I got it all backwards. We don't need to build software. It's fine. And there is no step two. 
Um, oh, so man. on that note, uh, maybe that's what the ICF has been doing all along. Maybe they just have like a massive warehouse of pants and they're just like, <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> now what? Uh, so, uh, thanks for coming on Timmy. We, uh, really appreciate it, mate. And great to hear about the, um, the, for the good of the system, the cosmos ecosystem projects you're working on. And I hope that people, uh, turn around their delegations and start flicking a bit your way, try and get you up that list a bit, get you away from the, uh, the floor is lava situation. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and rest assured, you know, once we're safe, we'll continue championing and pioneering other small valves that are in the situation we were in. So definitely. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that a lot of people like a lot of the better operators do. They they get themselves going, they pull themselves up and then they start helping other people. And, and we really appreciate that type of um, effort. I guess um, actually in that note, I, I feel an obligation here to shout out some of the valves that have helped us get into active sets, whether it's with their delegations or just helping out on the tech side, but Notional, Cleomedes, Ted Crypto. Um, God, I don't even want to go on a list because I know I'm going to miss some. But for anyone who like hears this, if you guys have helped us out, like immensely grateful. And we'll, we'll definitely be returning the favor one day. On that note. Nice. Well done, dude. You're getting better. Try not to be a total asshole. No, it was good. That was great. <laughs> I feel it's nice, really nice to like thank our guests before we just asshole yeah. them. <laughs> did you thank him or you just said on that note and you hit the button? We said well, thank you on that note. Oh, you did? Okay. You said thanks first and then I said on that note. I was eating I was, Reese's uh, pieces, pieces. I thought in general that was one of the, that was a pretty wholesome conversation. Yeah. Lots of wholesomeness. We are getting better. <laughs> 30, After 36 episodes, like... We're getting the hang of it. <laughs> by, like, by number 100, man, <laughs> we're going to be things in like cruising. Well oiled, well oiled, decidedly cruising. mediocre by 100. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like we have an I would say we have an impressive commitment at the very least to maintaining a time slot and we have being here as much as possible. Although, obviously, only Nath has been here for all of 36. But <laughs> no, he missed one. Well, oh, wait, no, that's I, not right. I, I didn't miss it. I was going to came. You showed up at that's right. That was the one with right. that's the one that showed up. You I did was sick in a caravan in the middle of the country with the yeah, things to, to shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for buying Twitter, Elon. Correct. Looking forward to paying for a tick. For the, a tick. the question will be like, uh, will Game of Nodes the podcast outlive? The Cosmos SDK. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, some spice. What's, some spice. Over right? around that. I think it will. Oh, we should do that. <laughs> we'll place bets now. We should, yeah, 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 yeah. We need a betting system that's on chain. We need a betting system that will make a market on literally uh-huh. anything. And we can sign it, put it up there, show that we bet on it the right way. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a there's a betting platform. Wait, maybe I can't talk about it. Forget about that. <laughs> Wait, never mind. You didn't hear about that. Wait, uh, yeah. I don't know. There was, mm-hmm. a, yeah. I don't, the, I don't want to like breach my NDA. That exists on Ethereum now. Is it? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is, Schultzy. Yeah. Maybe you should chill it so I don't get in trouble. Oh, no, I'm not going to chill it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sitting here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just in the room, man. I'm just, just around. Don't know, whatever. So I um, did, I did hear about it. There's a couple other things. There's off the cosmos but a couple other ecosystems there is a couple of those that you, you can actually place a bet and sign it and be able to 
like if you want to pick a Super Bowl winner at a specific point, you can do that individually with a specific odd, put it on chain and see it. We could do that on something like this. And and I think they're opening up where you could have I'll have to find I'll find the link and put it in the show notes. You can open up to any bet. So if you had like just like two or three friends you wanted to bet like how long would would Noel's hair get before he gets a haircut, like on the side of his head, and say like it's yeah, gonna be over man, a quarter inch. I know, I know. I'm heading for a zero later on today. I can't wait. <laughs> it's going, it's going, to, it's going to null. Mm. Um, but you could take it. It's you could put it in a chain. It's getting hot. It's getting real fucking hot around here. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah summer's yeah, coming, right? The kind of heat where you're sitting on your leather couch in your RV and your ass is just pouring with sweat. Thanks. Fucking you're like shooting kangaroos out the window and shit. Like <laughs> what? Yeah. Got the searchlights on. <laughs> Be careful, those drop bears. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> shooting kangaroos like bouncing around in the paddock in an RV? Just fucking. I mean, sweaty ass shooting kangaroos out the window. There's yeah. a lot of them, I guess. I, I mean, I can imagine that. I guess you got to eat them. You you, you got to do you eat kangaroo. You got to eat. Can them, you right? can eat them. They're a bit gamey though. Okay. Because <laughs> because I would say like if, as long as you as long as you you only shoot what you're going to eat. There are so many kangaroos in Australia, right? That. So many, you you you're not gonna like actually like run out of like you're not gonna cause them to be endangered if you shoot a couple just to eat them, right? No, I don't think so. I think even as a kind of pseudo vegetarian, I'm I'm kind of okay with that. It's like a um, deer situation here in the US. Yeah, right? I we, yeah deer are, uh, like they they literally would starve to death in the UK in winter unless you cull them. Uh, yeah. It's too many. Yeah, so I, I we're about. To, we're about to hit the deer cull, which means I get a couple of guilt-free venison. Hey. Uh, venison uh, tenderloins, man. Those things are good. Smoke them up. Are we burning right. an NFT? Is that what we're doing here? Oh, this uh, is what was on the, the fucking yeah. spreadsheet? So we on a previous episode of the show, we we said we were going to burn an NFT live on air, and then like Null couldn't get his, his, his things in gear to actually burn one. Like I've got my ledger in my hand now, so I'm thinking yeah. that's step one. So let's, let's do twenty one ninety five. What are we going to burn? Bad kids. Oh, what burn? No, come on. Let's make it. Let's make it a real. Burning a bad kid. <laughs> <laughs> let's burn bad kid twenty one ninety five. Come on, let's do it. You can you can pick anything else. Anyone can burn anything else. Anything else? Well, IBC friends seven two one five. That's the rainbow too, man. No, I mean, no, I, I think you probably burn the bit counter <laughs> one. Yeah, that IBC friend looks pretty chill. I mean, if, if Dude, you look no, happy too, you know. Nobody's what I, mean? I think goes with yeah, describing. Yeah, yeah, that's actually the best of your IBC friends as well. The other ones aren't so good. That mutant primates is, is awful. That is, yeah, you is can burn that too. Yeah, the bit what counter is, is the worst so far. The bit counter is definitely the worst. I well, I, I mean, do, do we want to burn in? Or, I mean, if if you want to <laughs> look, do you want to like choose which one to burn? I do, and then one from your wallets. There's going to be a lot of good fucking NFTs get burnt in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to let you burn my glitch candies. There's, there's, that shit is actually cool and costs money. I was thinking, I was like, what if I bought one of those, uh, you know, those like 50,000 star mint ones and like burnt one of those, but it just seems like a waste of stars. It doesn't seem like a waste. It seems like a waste of stars. We, we so have- uh, partial match says like kill the monkeys. So, I mean, uh, I feel hey. like. Uh, yeah, write in in the comments. <laughs> Which one do you want to get? Kill so, no, show us what else you got. Right, yeah, what else you got in this? Write list? in, All viewers. Right, so, I've what got do a, you want to kill? I have an Shoot. acre NFT. I'm sure I had like ten of these fucking things. I don't know where they've gone. I don't. Why? I don't understand yeah. this interface 100. Uh, percent 
Um, so I'm sure it's I had all, more right? baby atoms as well. I don't know what a baby atom does, but I don't think they're worth much. We got uh, we got <laughs> my prized is. bad kids here, which I'll never part with, never. We've got the uh, big big can of butthead, which uh, Discovery <laughs> Defy says. Bud. I'm kind of partial Bud. to Bad Kid 2194. Bud. That one looks like the uh, the Grudge Lady. Oh, the 2194 up here. Yeah, it yeah. looks like that bird that crawls out of the screen. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, that's from the Ring. Not not the Grudge. That's yeah, the, the ring. ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, were you talking about the Ring or the Grudge? I don't know the Grudge. The Ring. I don't know what the Grudge is either. I mean, that's just the first one that came to my head. But I was thinking <laughs> the same thing you are. Otherwise, like the Grudge. No wait. The ring. Wait, no. I don't know what the grudge is either. <laughs> who who, who brought up the grudge? <laughs> that you is did. definitely the the ring lady. Uh, we got a couple of uh, IBC friends. Wasn't you know? I didn't get into the first round of that. They minted too quick while I was sleeping. Everything happens while Null's asleep. Late night with Null. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you but you still minted four. Hmm. This was the second round after someone gave. Oh, me the okay. Answer. I got you. Round okay. Two. But I'm pretty sure they were. Gotcha. We've got a uh, mutant primate. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And then, like, there's yeah, just a lot of shit. miscellaneous shit down here. Like, misc. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I bought one of these uh, cruiser things and then, like, all this other shit started to appear in here. Yeah. I, got, I had the same first wave mentor and some other stuff. Okay. Yeah. I need one moment. The Grudge is the Japanese version of the ring. I don't know why that's what popped in my head. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Holy so shit. Is, the original. is it a remake? Is that what that is? Uh, the Grudge is the original. The ring was the American remake. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. There is no way that I've wow. paid money for these Stargaze rockets, by the way. So I'm not I'm sure, sure where that's have. coming from or whatever these rocket fuels is. So anyone who watches this, Stars. like if you want us to Please. burn stuff, just send it to this wallet. It's it's my validator wallet. <laughs> yeah, twenty one ninety five. <laughs> I want you to burn twenty one ninety five. Twenty one ninety five. What a stuff. Yes, a bad kid. Yes, I'm not burning a fucking bad kid. Let's let's make it real. Like I'll. You can choose from my wall. You can burn something, whatever you want. Let's burn that one. You're going to move all the good shit now. I don't move to what? Another wallet. Hey, let's, let's start with a proof of concept. Let's get rid of this motherfucker. (laughs) So this, this can be the uh, proof of concept this week while I move away my bad kids. So uh, big can of butthead for a bit of history. I've got no idea where the fuck this thing came from, but it's here. And uh, you know, it's red. I'm not a massive fan. So looks like he's going to see a 3D yep. movie. Let's uh, see if this works. So what do you just click this? Oh, it's irreversible. I can't get it back. Who knew? You're saying it's immutable. It is we could ask them to regenesis if we have to, if we want to pull it back. Yeah, I mean, we can just <laughs> we uh, can write a WASM contract. We've we got, we got three validators. We could <laughs> whatever we need to do. We would just, we just, do, <laughs> we'll just do a whip round and change the genesis file. <laughs> We're going to s- sneak a handler in there for the next. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Depending on who's in chat right now, we could probably reverse this if we had to. So I feel like, you know, there's the Dragonberry thing where since after the Dragonberry fix, it just logs Dragonberry active all the mm-hmm. time. I feel like it'd be very, very, very funny to basically try and sneak out an upgrade that overwrote the logger. Uh, <laughs> just to go like, you didn't check the upgrade handler. <laughs> So everybody goes like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Does that does that does that log mean that it is actually stopping some sort of transaction that 
it doesn't mean anything, oh, no, right? It's, it's just I showing it, it. I think it's just lo- logging when, I think maybe when the IBC module is called, it logs. Oh, okay. well, that, that's it, guys. It's burnt. It's done. It's gone. It's gone. That's it's it. Gone. It was See cast into Mount Doom. Cast See into Buddha. Mount Doom. Thanks for coming. See you all next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. <laughs> so that, I mean, we did say on the show uh, we we're going to burn an NFT live on air. That's now happened. Nobody can call us a liar. That's uh, right. Collectively or individually. Although we have just basically pressed gang null into doing it and the rest of us haven't done shit. So, Jeez, I have more NFTs than you do. I thought you would be totally more than I would have. Oh, man, I was just degening for a while, but then like... All the mints are fucking, they start at like in the middle of the night and all the good ones, they're gone. So I'm just. Yeah. I don't have that many though. My bags under my eyes are already big. They can't afford to be much bigger. They'll consume my actual eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> the other bags, right? Not the, not the, not the ones in your pockets. You mean the, um, no, the I ones mean, under your eyes? The ones under my eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a savage week, boys. There's just it's the a lot of shit going on this week. And the, the test nets and the fucking oh my god! I feel like October I mean, was just. I think we've yeah. There's been a lot going on in general. So, is anybody anybody in this uh, podcast like freaking out about this Hetzner thing or no? We didn't really talk about if anybody's making. I don't. I don't moves. roll with Hetzner, son. They won't have me. That like they 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 ejected me before I got there. <laughs> yeah, but your email's like fucking nulls big balls at bigballsblockchain.com like or something yeah <laughs> i just got demonetized by the way fellas sorry about that i think we're demonetized if i said fuck jay earlier sorry i didn't mean to say fuck jay that is a personal attack and i haven't i have a disagreement with potentially well a lot of things but oh, like man. a personal attack is just no i think i said fuck off that's a different. So, thing. for all it's who fine. come to this podcast to get sweet vengeance from the rumor that you've heard of someone going after Jay, it was that guy. <laughs> yeah, I think I said. I think I said thanks, Jay, but we don't need the drama. Fuck off, something like that. Which yeah. I mean, if there's, if there's a kind of validator. there's a kind of lazy half committal like fray like comment, that's probably like the absolute apex of my energy. It's just like you time you've really tired me with your drama. Fuck off, but thank you as well because <laughs> I'm British, so I have to say thank you. Thank you, for your hard work. <laughs> thank you, and fuck thank off. You. Thank you for your hard thank work. You, would you like a cup of tea? Thank yeah. you for your hard work. <laughs> Tendermint is really like groundbreaking in its own way. It's going to lead to so much cool stuff in the future. Thanks very much. Fuck off. But the thank you, and, like, and genuinely, you're very clever. But you, you are probably a you know anti semite, and although I can't 100 yeah. percent prove that, I'm like 95 percent sure, and I'm not like super jazzed. Mean, there's a lot of evidence. This is a lot of evidence in Git commits, really. <laughs> yeah, there is, right? <laughs> Um, so, so Hetzner, um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm freaking out. I don't even run on Hetzner. <laughs> I'm just like, well, this is not good. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, they haven't really started to punt any uh, tender mint nodes yet, have they? I also I did. No. Anybody also notice well. that, that Null did not in any way deny that his email was Big Balls, Big Balls Blockchain at BigBallsBlockchain.com or whatever it was. I said he's just like, yeah, that's 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 I'm, okay. I'm fucking registering that as we speak. <laughs> Big, Big Balls Blockchain. blockchain.co.uk Yeah. The co.ck in there. That's bigballsblockchain.cock. I actually like that's, it. That's why they actually got rid of you. But 
<laughs> that can be my like, symbol. Didn't you try and register with Hetzner with like blockchain in your email address? <laughs> yeah, blockchain is in my company yeah. name. So that's, it's like, in my it email wasn't, address. It wasn't like they had to like get a private investigator to work out what your business <laughs> did. They were like, well, this guy's obviously banned. The, the funny thing was <laughs> I sent them an email and I'm like, hey, man. Hey, hey, guy. <laughs> hey. What's wrong? And they're like, reasons, go away. <laughs> they wouldn't tell me. They just, I said, why, why won't you take my business? And they're like, we reserve the right to not fucking tell anyone why we won't take their business, so piss off. You didn't get the email for uh, the, what, what was the name of the username that posted on Reddit that kicked the whole thing off? Ooh. Katie? No, Katie. Katie, no, Katie didn't email me. Some Katie other random. Or something. You didn't get any Today was Networks, Facebook. right? Was it Networks or German. something like that? Yeah. You know, I'm curious how they actually detect who who's on their platform. Like, are they hitting an endpoint? They're checking the port. Someone said it was traffic guess, related, so probably the yeah. My guess it's port. It's some basic stupid shit. Like, yeah, whatever the Solana port is or something. If you're on Etna and you're running a Cosmos chain, make sure you're not running it on two six six five six, baby. Two six six five eight for the win. Yeah, yep. put it in the three hundreds and start at once. <laughs> Just exactly. put it on eighty eighty, man. <laughs> eighty eighty. Nobody gives a shit. Exactly. Eighty eighty. You could be literally clubbing <laughs> seals to death and transporting pure like a stream of clubbing seals to death. <laughs> Sport, Nobody's Sport ever going to do that traffic. They're just like eighty eighty boys be boys. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like anyone who's actually taking heavy traffic on uh, on a ten minute RPC would be doing it through four four three. So. Oh well, actually no. Well, that's just the that's actually just the the RPC Maybe. traffic unit. So they're still going to be on some public. I wonder if they do you reckon just in traffic or out traffic? Because you can be a prick node and just not actually take any inbounds. It only do outbound connections. Firewalled off. Yeah, Could but be. I guess I guess they would still know that you're sort of communicating on that port. What the fuck is this shit in the? I'm surprised that it was only twenty percent in Solana. It was, I mean that the number is high. I guess it makes sense, but I mean it also it's weird that those those nodes are pretty high powered and lots of RAM and well fast SSD and everything else. But I'm surprised it wasn't a little bit higher. Well, maybe they only have like if you look at all the nodes that are on Hetzler, like the majority are in like a standard distribution, and those nodes were like way outside, and so they were just like, yeah. why is someone spamming our chat with shit? Have we become kinda- so popular that? People think they're coming to shield to seven people. <laughs> I, I think what's happened is that the, we made the it, boys. Sex bots, we uh, fucking are made it. Marketing than we are. We've made it, boys. We've made Dude, it. If, if there's Go a buy yourself a nice cup of coffee. <laughs> we've made it, a, boys. If there's a crypto pump and dump spammer in our in our chat, we've definitely made it. Um, so news mind. just in, uh, and this might be extreme alpha, but um, actually. On uh, Kujira, which none of us make any money from, they're starting to talk about actually supporting the nodes from the treasury, I believe. Um, they're working out some sort of fair amount uh, at the moment. Really? To try and... So this is related to the Hetzner. It's, it's been prompted um, from the, the Hetzner issue um, to move to like another provider, which obviously may cost more money. So... Um, yeah, they've started that conversation with the validators. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. They called it a stipend, and I didn't know what that was, so I had to ask. A stipend? What is it? Sure. <laughs> sure. Stipend's just like an allowance. A stipend. Yeah, yeah a stipend, a, re- a recurring pay- 
payment usually to pay for some kind of an expense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you say so. That's what it is. It's quite a common word. I was say, code hands. You guess code hands. What's, what's stipend? And he said, it's <laughs> money, my friend. It's money. <laughs> it's money in Britain. It's yeah. money. Yeah. Is that doxed? Uh, so where, what is this other item we have in here about the Ansible, Terraform, and automation hellscapes? Are we, are nah. we, not, are we done freaking out about fucking Hetster? I mean, it's fucking over. Hetster. Like, I, just I, move. Move going back to it. that, I, I don't, honestly don't. And also, I heard a rumor today that it was, more about, it was more about Germany than it was about Finland. Is that right? Like, more of the oh, FSN really? nodes got killed than the actual Finland nodes? Did you, hear, you guys hear that? Well, I also heard that it's not all Solana validators. Um, there have been quite a few that posted like we're still there, so <laughs> they just posted on Twitter. We're still there, not <laughs> fucking <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> a different that's port, the real. Yeah, that's, that's the, the, come find me. Yeah, Katie one of that fucking on Solana Twitter guy. Like, oh okay, if you just like, what, uh, tell me what your IPs are, that that would be really yeah, right. Katie. Like, you know blackout part of your IP and just taunt Katie with uh, like logs. <laughs> <Not here. laughs> I saw something about like it was yep. it was it was Germany related and it was also because of an energy spike or something similar to that and like the, the German the government came down and said that you guys are using way too much energy and so they went after Solana validators because for some reason they they burn more which I don't understand why that would that be That sounds like you absolute bullshit to me. It does, yeah. right? Like I don't see any reason like it would be anything related to that, but it wasn't in Finland, it was more German, I don't know. They are well that so there is there does tend to historically be more regulation in Germany and yes. there will be there will be in some countries in Europe blackouts this winter probably because of the energy crisis which people really don't want to think about but it's like moderately likely it's going to be there's not enough going to be enough energy <laughs> so um it's probably maybe. it's probably it maybe it's actually not really so much regulation as like hetzner trying to work out what workload they could drop off if they're like if they're looking at their own like generator capacity and they're going like What's not bringing in much money and is causing, you know, an outsized cost are big, are presumably the people running big old boxes. What's bringing in like the most money? I imagine it's like people who are just like running boring, cheap workloads right. on 20 euro instances. And they're probably going like, okay, can we prove some of these are breaking our TOC, uh, TOS? Sorry. As as a as a pretty forward thinking, low cost, high availability data center provider that runs in Germany, that's German based and also based out of Finland, do they give a fuck about anything that we're talking about? They don't. Like they're not their TOC on the crypto side. They don't give a shit, right? Like they might have some German government pressure that's going on here, but I don't even know what that would be. So I'm not sure where this is coming from. Yeah, right. Shrug man, don't know. Yeah, a bunch of shrugs. I saw Schulze on mute. I felt like you were about to say something. I mean, I've got ideas, right? Solana, we know, is like super heavy, right? And if they're going after their large providers to like create a statement, they first should go after Ethereum in theory. 
They'd go after Solana. And then basically anything after that is kind of small in relation to those two. Right. Right. And so it just kind of makes sense yeah. that they're just trying to like make a statement. You start with the big guys. And I don't even know that they kicked anyone on Ethereum off yet. Right. So, and Ethereum, I think now that it's proof of stake, isn't actually that big of a deal. Um, it's, I don't, I mean, we run, we run a bunch of Geth nodes. I don't, I don't think that it's really anything that's there. It's really requiring any sort of, it's not like Solana in terms of block times and everything else, right? 12 second block times. Like nobody gives a shit. Like yeah. it's really slow and slow memory and everything else. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's my theory is that Solana, because it's just so heavy. I mean, it's like, it's not flirting with being proof of stake heavy, but as far as the proof of stake network, it's quite heavy. So it makes sense that they'd go there, especially with how heavily it was utilized. 20% of the network was on it. And then there's probably even more just from APIs or from yeah. our standpoints. I don't know. Fuck them. <laughs> realistically they come after cosmos validators or rpc nodes i would think the the chance of that are pretty low who's going after 26656 it's such a small ecosystem i don't i don't know seems like there's other fish to fry before that happens i, I feel like once again we've almost there was there was an opportunity in in that for a t-shirt for merch who's, who's going, going after 26656 yeah yeah. <laughs> sure, i'm sure we could make some really like distasteful shirts related to yeah i was gonna say there's some distasteful shit what's that there's like there's like quite a there's a lot of american ones about like various amendments on there you could definitely there's there's definitely a oh and there's the oh, actually to be fair there's this the eff one isn't there with the comeback with a warrant hey what was the shirts we came up with last week did we actually put that on the notes drop in nines Dropping nines. Dropping nines. nines. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's something before that. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. Dropping so, nines. Well, like, we should ask if anyone is actually interested in us, in us minting some gun merch. Let's do it. Um, yeah. I mean, I can do it if people yeah. want it. We have fucking good we ideas. Getting some t shirts made. Yeah. We just like mint some shirts and fucking. Yeah. We can, yeah. yeah. Delegate. All, we could make some money. Del- delegate all the poke chew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how we do that's uh, how we do it that's, that's how we do it this has all just been a long a long rug pull <laughs> to like make some run. more money for Polkachu basically man like Polkachu he's in he's in the polka dot right surely he's already surely he's he entered. is yeah. he's one of the only people that was full time before most of the rest of us were is he is he like the one you're talking about sitting on this massive treasury that he could pay for some development is it no I don't well, who's that who you're referring to no, I think I was referring to the ICF, wasn't I? Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> it's close. It's about the same. I mean, it's also <laughs> obvious now. <Yeah. laughs>